It is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023, and you're listening to episode number 17 of This Ain't Iowa, Volume 2. done it we have made it through half a year of the reboot of this ain't iowa that sounds more impressive than saying we've done 17 episodes tony it does but uh hey if we really slow this thing down we can get a full 12 months out of the next four episodes (laughs) that's actually a great idea uh and we're really celebrating our final show of the month and our half year anniversary in spectacular fashion I'm actually a little bit nervous to do this, but our co-host today is the executive producer of the Tony Award-winning musical Shucked, Mofobes! You did it! You did it! Yeah, I didn't do it. You got, uh, you got, I guess, uh, what, what, I guess, like what, it's like the equivalent of the Supporting Actress uh, Award? Um, it was the first time a non-binary person won for actor. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Is, um, a he, they. I had no idea. Um, no, I, you wouldn't know. I, didn't know. I saw the whole performance and then I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Well, listen, congratulations. Uh, uh, and I saw them uh, perform, as you said they would, on, uh, on um, uh, what's it called? The Voice. Yeah, uh, amazing, yeah. and uh, and yeah. Look, uh, listen. So now, listen. I don't know much about uh, theater, so you tell me if if your if your musical wins a Tony, that's a big deal. I know that there's only so many awards to go around. Uh, does it? Uh, I mean, are you in contact with the powers that be? Does this do anything for you guys? We do see the numbers every Tuesday on what the. Um, what the box office was for, and it's been very strong, so it definitely helped. Um, it also it helped enough that uh, Cameron McIntosh announced that he will be producing on the West End in 2024. So we will Excellent. see how a, a a corn musical does in the UK. So I mean, I gotta it. imagine terrible. They're not real corn people. What but, are you talking uh, about? I do like when we make fun of ourselves. So oh, that's well, that they like. And listen, corn. Tony, listen, maybe you. I'm not saying there's no that corn doesn't exist, but corn, I don't know a lot, but I know corn is a new world vegetable, a.k.a. us, so maybe they don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> I think corn is fairly popular all around the world. We say it in Chinese you, food. We say it in English food. It's very popular. You're, you know what you sound like? You sound like one of those All Lives Matter guys. That's what you sound like to me. <laughs> Well, that's what I was we actually, all like corn. I was actually going to tr- ask about a non-binary person winning a Tony Award. Did this cause a, cause a huge stir with the right-wing media in America? <laughs> they're not I liking the Tonys. Tony, yeah, I think there's not a lot of them in that realm. <laughs> if anybody did, sound, if anybody sounded off uh, about the Tony Awards and a non-binary person winning, they would immediately be outed. Like that, that would no. That was a, that was a trick. We wanted to see if you'd get mad about it because now you know about the Tonys, which means you're not one of us. Yeah. Uh, of course not. They, it was um, a little unusual this year. They did have to do it in a script. Um. So. Yeah, I yeah. heard that too. Okay. Um, they had to, because of the writer's strike, they had to do it without a script. And then all the, the person who won the writer's, uh, the best book, didn't accept it there. Um, that would be a slap in the face, apparently, to those uh, writers who were on strike. Um, I heard it was hot as balls Classy. in the theater like, for four and a half hours. From There was also an HVAC strike. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. And uh, uh, Tony tickets are not cheap. Oh, really? Yeah. Were no, you no, looking no. into it? 
Uh, well, I, we had to buy them for our, the actual producers. To That's go. fucking bullshit, dude. Uh, this is why all of those award shows are garbage. You got to buy your own tickets. Oh, I'm sorry. What, what exactly do I get out of this deal? Right. Anyway, so, yeah, so that what well, that is. That's very exciting. Uh, so hopefully, it means good things for uh, for for the folks you work with. Now, uh, let's move from that into. Uh, of course, the other big news, uh, the uh, the Golden Knights, Stanley Cup champions in just six years of existence. And you were there. Six. Fucking, of course, you were there. Of course he was. One in game five at the party. <laughs> so talk, talk a little bit about the uh, game five actually being there when it was very clear that they were going to win. What was kind of the atmosphere? Uh, I mean, it was, it was crazy. Just the lead up to it. Everyone, you know, it was crazy. We thought, you know, we had a good chance. Um, everyone was kind of glad they lost game four so that game five would be at home um sure. it's one of those things where like uh it's kind of cool but i hope we don't fuck yeah just don't fuck it up exactly yeah so and the first quarter you know or the first period was close and then they scored so you know it got it to two to one and then it was yeah then the wheels came off then by the third period we were just like can this be over we're done i mean this right. isn't we, we won can we just is our mercy we call this yeah so, it was just, yeah, and by then we had, you know, we cheered nine times where everyone was hoarsed, and we were chanting, you know, we want the cup, and uh, all kinds of fun stuff, so it, I mean, it was it was incredible. So I'm sure you stayed through the whole thing, like the presentation of the cup, obviously, you gotta hang out for that. Yeah. And then, uh, and then what happens afterwards? Do you, get, do you spill out into that little courtyard area and, and fucking mayhem, or what, what's, what's, what happens right after that? Yeah, I mean, we at that we stayed probably I want to say forty five minutes to an hour until they like let the families on the ice. Then we're like, okay, I don't need to see yeah, them. No one wants to see your dumb kids. All right, sure, I get it. Yeah. Except uh, William Carlson putting his newborn baby in the cup was pretty cute. But and then him getting ripping drunk on Saturday was even better. That was amazing. He was the drunkest person I've ever seen on TV. That was great. It was among a lot of very drunk people. I believe it. Did, now, did you go to the parade? Too? So, oh yeah, so so we got out, yeah, so we were there. Go By ahead. the time we left, it was, like, it was kind of like to be, it's at the beginning of the game. So it was crowded, a lot of people were at the beer house having drinks and stuff like that. And of course, I I was a little buzzed, and we, you know, we came out the escalator, the stair, the like fire stairs off the side, and I was immediately like on my phone, you know, like tweeting or doing something. And you know how on the side they have some of those big decorative boulders? kind of oh sitting boy. in the middle of the sidewalk for no reason. Oh, well, boy. I went, went full blast into one of those. So went flying <laughs> forward. My phone was shot about 10 feet away from me. Luckily, I didn't bust my face open or my hands, but I do. Uh, my knee is a nice shade of, well, now it's yellow and greenish, um, and a nice uh, scrape <laughs> as I was bleeding down my shin. Um, That's good. But, Everybody uh, loves a party with the bleeding guy. So we're going to have... My friend and I, who had the tickets, and then uh, some other friends who were there, we ended up meet, they, We all parked at MGM Grand, so we went across to the tap uh, tap room, and, um, had some drinks and some food. And it was funny because we actually had more drinks than we anticipated because we sat down and the waitress was like, "Wait, do I know you? Wait, were you you were my professor at CSN? You taught biology one oh So then she got an A. So luckily, if she had not gotten an A, I would have been like, "Okay, I think we're done here." Oh, Aquaman. So it was Aquaman. We're talking about Aquaman, I assume. Okay, that's fine. We can talk about Aquaman. He's uh, he's part of this uh, this world, this family. Wow, that's great. Was there when it's Aquaman? Like, if anybody knows anything about folks, he's always posting pics of him hanging out with Aquaman in a golf cart and all that sort of. Yeah, thing. what was that? By the way, that oof, that picture that you posted with you with the flamingo and the that what happened there? That is rough. Charity golf tournament for um, uh, for Paradise Palms, which is one of our historic mid-century modern neighborhoods. So they uh, just got designated in Paradise Palms as Clark County's first historic designated neighborhood. And so they're raising money. They don't have an HOA, but they have kind of like an informal, you know, neighborhood association. They raised. They were raising money to get the little sign toppers to go on top of their street signs that say Paradise Palms and the cool little, you know, classic font and stuff like that. So it was a tournament. So it was myself and Aquaman and two guys he golfs with. So we sponsored a team. I, I did sponsor uh, one of the holes. I think, what hole was it? Like hole seven was sponsored by uh, uh, Christopher Phobes, Keller William Realty. So I, wow. I, I sponsored the team. So 
Really? Uh, so yeah, we still so you went with your realtor <laughs> business and not this podcast. That is disgraceful. I mean, next time, next, next year would have been cool. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, yeah that we, we might have the, to post that picture. Oh yeah, decided to decorate the cart, so I strapped some uh, flamingos on the top of them. Some that was me. Sorry, flamingos. guys, I'm good now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I saw that you strapped from it. You, there was you were all. Fl- I'm gonna I'm gonna post that picture on the on the show Insta because yeah the the uh, the cart was flamingoed. You were flamingoed. I don't know what a thirst trap is, but it's not this. I know that uh, it was it was a whole thing. Well, what organizer? I did win best dressed for the there was best dressed con- uh, contest, and I did win that. Mm, um, congrats. The organizers were some friends. They were very. They're like, okay, you have now set the bar at a level that we expect everyone to be at this level next year. Well, at um, least it's not a very high bar. Thank Christ for that. Yeah. Now, what what attracts the ladies more, phobes? So I was there at like five. I was there like five five in the morning, strapping those stupid flamingos onto the carts and getting everything ready. Uh, um, but but what, then back to the oh yeah. What brings the ladies in more, the flamingos or the turkey hat? Mm, I almost, I was going to get a flamingo hat, but then I thought it would interfere with my golf swing. So I did not. So uh, next year I might add the flamingo hat. Um, this guy with his fucking birds. Um, I, uh, I have to say, so yeah, that was, that was something. Now, let, uh, I was actually on the strip earlier in the day on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, my wife had like a, a charity event. It was like a, uh, like a special showing of the blue man group for her charity. So like we went and, uh, uh, saw the Blue Men group at like two o'clock, and uh, okay. first of all, it was it was rough for a couple reasons. Number one is she needed, you know, if you've ever seen the Blue Man group, they they do a little bit of crowd participation. Well, because the you know the the charity that she works for, you know, there's people with various levels of autism and stuff like that. They needed they couldn't just wing it. Uh, they needed some people ahead of time, so I, of course, like she roped me into that immediately. So I had to be part of audience participation. I got off lucky. Some people got off worse, but I couldn't even fully enjoy the show because all I could think about is like a true, you know, a uh, forty-four-year-old man. I got to get the fuck out of here. There's going to be a parade out there. I will not be stuck in traffic. I don't want like, so like afterwards, she's like, you know, if you guys want to stick around, the kids can meet the blue man group. I'm like, they don't want to meet the blue man group. They want to go home. So we're not stuck in traffic. So I just like dragged everybody out immediately and got the fuck out of there. But you were there. So talk to me about the parade. Where did you end up uh, watching it? And how was that? I ended up, I parked at MGM again. So I got there, parked at, I get there because uh, Aquaman had had a pool party. Of course, kind of bad timing because he they had food for a million people and they had this all lined up. And then the parade, and we're like, okay, uh, we're all gonna stop by, say hi, and then leave. Mm. So he lives on the other side of town. So um, I had to get back across town. I took the dog, dropped the dogs off, and then I got to MGM Grand about 4:45. The line was already like past Koval to get into the um, to their parking structure. And when I got in there, they said there was like 300 parking spaces left, and there's usually like you know 1,500 or something like that. Right. Um, so yeah, I got it. So I parked in the gym, and then I was, I had the the friend that I had the tickets with. He was gonna go as well, and so we we're trying to figure out where to go. And I just decided to go to T-Mobile, to Toshiba Plaza, and just camp out there for the. So I actually didn't see the parade. I just saw them, but I was like six rows back or six people back from the um, stage for when they all got there. Wait, so, so you didn't see any of the parade? You just so you got all the annoyance and none of the parade? No, no, we no, got the stage there. Oh, you got the stage. All right, I got you. I got you. So when the, when the parade was over, you were there for the. For, I got. I got you. I got you. Okay. We got started there like five thirty. Parade started at six. Well, it was supposed to start at seven. Started at six forty-five. So we we're just all kind of standing around. They had DJ music, and then once the parade started, they showed it up on the screen. So we kind of watched the parade come down the boulevard. Um, they handed out. You know, we got some little tchotchkes. Uh, to commemorate things, and then about was it probably eight forty-five, eight fifties when they started the the night came out and chance came out and yeah they went through the whole you know the owner and the general manager all came out and then the players came out with the cup and that was hilarious because they were way so drunk by then yeah that's great <laughs> and just Amazing. got better what? like Willie Carlson slips and falls then they started like they're just uh. They basically manhandled uh, Colasar and Carlson manhandled Marshall and like ripped his shirt off, threw it into the crowd. 
Jesus <laughs> Christ. Brain campaign yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it was great. We, we chatted a, about it a little bit last week, Tony, and I we wanted to save it for when you were on, but uh, Tony was talking about, like, how big uh, is this for Las Vegas sports? And I really have to say, like, yes, the Aces won last year, and that was great, but, I mean, if, if we're being honest here, the Knights were really a proof of concept, right, yeah. about whether or not Las Vegas could actually support a professional, like, four-major sports team. Yeah. And, uh, fuck, man, they sure did. Like, it helps that, yeah. that, that they were good immediately, and they've been good for all six years, but uh, I mean, listen, for, for a town in the desert that has no history of ice hockey, for, forget about ice hockey, we don't have history of ice. Uh, it, you know, we really we really showed out. You're outside while we're celebrating winning the Stanley Cup. So. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So it was uh, it was amazing. So what do you, what do you think as far as like what what this meant to to Las Vegas and and in the future what what it could mean for us? Yeah, I mean, I, I think. I mean, I, I I don't know. That's kind of why when I did, I was going to go to the Aces thing, but then I kind of, I was like, eh. Um, but this being the first time this has ever happened, I mean, it means a tremendous amount, especially with the um, relationship to 1 October and kind of that whole, like, starting of it and then, yeah, getting there and losing that first year and then having this come together and proving everyone wrong and, you know, just the Bill Foley saying, you know, playoffs in three, cup in six, and, you know, he was – he was only wrong and then we got to the playoffs, playoffs in one. Yeah. yeah. That's the way you want to be um, wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been great. I mean, it, it's funny, like, cause you know, football, you know, you can find your, your bar on Sunday. There's the Raiders bar, you know, well, there's, that's, you know, there's the Giants bar and the sure. 49ers bar and all that kind of stuff. Broncos but bar. any hockey game, all of the games are on, you know, every bar has the golden Knights on. Every bar is the and golden Knights bar. Exactly. Anywhere. Yeah. And you, if they score, you hear a cheer and you kind of know what's going on. So I mean I think it's meant it's meant a lot to a lot to the city and just to prove, you know, and all the haters wrong. It's it's the the jealousy and the saltiness of all the other players, like all the a lot of people from other places is ridiculous. Well, again, it's so, one of those so, things. So, hockey. You realize the draft was six years ago, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, mean that's only seven or hockey's one of those. Hockey's one of those sports. It's been around for a fucking million years. Uh, you know, it, it has not always been extremely popular in the United States across the board, uh, in the fucking desert especially. So, yeah, you get a you got a bunch of real salty, like, old-school fucking, you know, Ottawa Senators fans or something like that. Uh, and, and, yeah, they're not they're, – they don't love it. They don't love it that we've been waiting six excruciating years for a cup. We were, the, we were the, of the conference championships. We were the northernmost team. Yeah, that's hilarious, by the way. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, anyway, well, listen, it was super exciting. Uh, and did get a salty response from Bob and Cannon. I, I'm like, oh, my God, I sent him an Instagram. That was the most amazing thing. And so he's like, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I don't want to hear our bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so congratulations! It was it was an amazing it was an amazing season. It was uh, it was an amazing playoffs. I uh, I really got into it, and uh, I felt I felt wonderful when uh, when it finally happened. So uh, congratulations to the Golden Knights, Stanley Cup champions, and that's probably going to be the last uh, champion this, <laughs> that we're going to have for a while because the the Raiders are abysmal, and God forbid we get the A's uh, because they are they they're having one of the historically bad seasons ever. Hey, uh, did you watch the? Uh, He's just passed us in worst record. Who did? I th- was it was it Toronto? No, uh, maybe Toronto. There or there's one other team that had a, got like had one less more loss than we did because A's one ended up winning off like eight in a row, so they kind of. Uh, Still terrible, but not the worst. Did you watch by chance the uh, the Reggie Jackson documentary on uh, Prime? It was great. It's it's really good. He's you know he comes off great and he's got a really interesting story. But him talking about the ownership of, uh, of the A's is just one of the saddest things you'll. I mean, Reggie Jackson is like a generational player, one of like the you know the 50 greatest of all time, probably higher than that, 25 greatest players of all yeah. time. And to hear the way that management, Ace management talk about him, you'd think he was like, he's maybe a nice guy. Maybe he's like a four day a week player. Like it's absurd. He's, they're just terrible. And that's the, I mean, they have such a rich history of like Charlie Finley and having, you know, MC Hammer was vice president of operations when he was 12 years old. 
Um, <laughs> which is not great. Like that should that shouldn't have happened. But he is he, a genius. The owner was using him as a spy to sit in the dugout and tell him what the players and the coaches were saying. That's what I'm saying. This guy's a fucking lunatic. And then the Haas family was amazing. You know, they own the Levi Strauss. They own them for the longest time. And then the, these last two ownership groups have just been abysmal. And uh, he, it's not like he doesn't have money. And his mom has, you know, the John Fitt, they own the Gap. And all, you know, obviously their stock is kind of in the tank now. But um, still got billion. They, um, his mom has a billion dollar art collection so she could sell a few paintings and we could pay for some players win the world um, series yeah <laughs> yeah so it's and just the years because i was there like when it was the zito Mulder, hudson years 2000 2000 which so is good yeah really how'd, they, how'd they fuck that up yeah yeah well one of the things is that the other teams realize hey this money ball things works now if we also add a hundred million dollars to that it works really well and Boston yeah, I mean, and Chicago took our executives and won the World Series with them. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the, the, the Yankees uh, had had a money ball philosophy, and then they just also bought all the best players on top of it, which really makes it great. But yeah, that was that, there is no worse insult than, uh, than fucking Theo going to the Red Sox. <laughs> uh, I'm especially upset about that one. That's, one of, that's my worst sports memory of all time, and I'm not going to discuss it here. Um, so... Uh, anyway, so in addition to all of that, speaking of drunkenness, we uh, we talked, this is a couple months back, about uh, the Nuge reaching out to both of us and wanting us yeah. to go out on like four hours notice. And we both said, well, I was obviously a no. You, I, I can't believe you were a no, but you were. Then he swung it back around, invited us out again. I was still a hard no, but you fucking did it. And I want to hear about that. Um, it was, uh, where was it? A marquee at the pool there. So I had some stuff. So- well, let me actually ask you this first. So uh, when, when the Nuge was on our show, on the old show, you know, he was a different guy, right? We had him on because he went to like a survivalist camp and, and you know, all of this stuff. Yeah, he dug a shit trench. And yeah. since then, he is, he's turned into a completely different person. Yes. He's not that dude anymore. So talk a little bit about what his life is now and then tell me what you did. Well, I mean, he obviously got into, you know, he got into owning a bar in Scottsdale, which is a very hip, like, young uh, bar. They got the bottle service girls and all of that stuff, and I think he's probably dated most of them or something like that. Dated's, so a, they, himself, dated's a kind word, but okay. Yeah, he's got himself ripped like he's, like, at the gym. He was Shredded, even, yeah. Doing the, he was in, doing the hard 75 while, so that's, I like, at during this when he's he has cabana for two days, he's not drinking anything. Um, I don't even so understand how that's possible. Like, there's a there's a level of willpower that I just can't wrap my head around. Now I'm I'm not uh, I'm not tremendously great when it comes to willpower. I do my best, and then I just figure the rest out. To for him to work in nightlife where there's nothing but alcohol everywhere, and then to come to fucking Vegas and get yeah. cabanas and go to the nightclubs and do all of that fucking sober? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's, yeah, that was uh, my feeling too. So yeah, we went, um, so was that Mark? There was two DJs he wanted to see, so that's why he came. It's probably some kind of business write-off. Um, if he's smart, he's using this for research and development or something like that. I'm so, sure. Or, bar um but he had like a i think his his a cousin or that lives here and then another friend so there's literally four of us at a cabana um and so i, I had some stuff at work so i'm like okay well i can meet you get let me know when you get because obviously they went to like omnia the first night and so they were already coming from that and then um even if he was sober he's still up till like six in the morning or something like that so then there he's like well we're gonna be there 10 you know noonish so i'm like okay well let me know i'll be coming from from work so yeah i, I got there and it was, yeah, just the, the three of them, and we were just kind of chilling. They had had some food, and obviously he had a huge bucket of beers and a bottle, and it's like, well, there, someone's got to drink this. We, we already have to pay for it. So, uh, But then they, mm. they, they were pretty good about getting, you know, they had some game getting the cocktail waitresses involved. Like, they had a couple of little shots, and then actually after we did an after party with their, we went downstairs, and they came after they were off their shift. Um to have another round of drinks downstairs at the Cosmopolitan. This is literally how every fucking dateline starts. Uh, and then suddenly there's like a waitress in a closet dead. And then now we got to figure out which one of these dudes did it. Uh, so, I, man, I, 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 I tried to pay him some money, take it. 
But somehow I lost that money anyway, so it's, I think it's on the floor of the Cosmopolitan somewhere. How yeah, much? So, how many times have you have you misplaced hundreds of dollars? Yeah, a couple. There's a handful of times. There's been a few. So, yeah. Well, um, well, wow. I, get, I was like, I need to put it in the pockets that have zippers on them, not just. <laughs> Uh, wow so, so listen you've th- this has been a month for you man you've really been living it up congratulations he's in town as well so hung out at the they got a cabana at the mirage he's uh he's this is his ninth final trip to the mirage <laughs> yeah there will be no mirage on his next one yeah except except so they the f1 got convinced asked them to not close it before the f1 race and then like i think i, I might have said here is like it didn't make any sense if you're going to keep it open until November, why don't you keep it open until February for the Super Bowl? And that is sure. indeed what they're going to do. So he will once again, he will have a Trend test chance when he does his uh, the playoffs the, the, for the wild card oh. weekend in January. Wild card weekend. Come back to the Mirage. God bless um, him. But it is now, I did, I was like, I forgot when I went to park there, I'm like, I went with my MGM card and I'm like, it's not MGM anymore. It is uh, Hard Rock. So I had mm-hmm. to park and then uh, they they do have a thing for locals where if you go in and give them your ID, they upgrade you to what, like, whatever the second status is, and you do get free parking. Um, but apparently they're, the punishment, the downside of that is they have one person working at their player's card desk, and I got there and there was like 25 people in line. And I'm like, well, I need this to get out of here <laughs> so I don't have to pay for parking. Or you pay. So, I mean, you don't need it. You yeah, just, could just pay like a person. But yeah, uh, no, that's not All right, well, Listen, uh, I have to say, so with everything that's gone great for you, uh, from what I hear through the grapevine, there was one not-so-great thing that happened. Uh, Tony, do you want to refresh everyone's memory about uh, Phobes' sad- sadness? Where, where did I start that day? Why did I go? Oh, that was the day of the golf tournament. Yes, so I was, was already trashed for coming home. That's yeah. why you were blackout drunk. And, and for yes. whatever reason, you couldn't afford power to turn on your lights. I I still can't I figure that one out. Yeah, there's no point in turning on the lights, so I just let the let the sun let the sun go down on me. <laughs> he Elton Johned it. Yeah, then I started walking towards lights, and I think the next morning I saw nine of them on the on the table. Jesus Christ! Um, and I, I heard the, that I was losing the four hundred dollars that I lost in that stupid game. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, well, listen, you can't, you can't, you can't win them all folks. Uh, all right, listen, I, uh, listen, I think, I think that Tony, before we transition into Vegas news, is there anything else to wrap up this portion of it that, that I've forgotten that you wanted to get to? Uh, just to let Phobes know that uh, there will be a game this coming week for poker. So if he wants to join us, I'm sure there'll be People will be more than glad to see him. I'm sure um, Spoon <laughs> would love to see him. I don't even, I still, uh, we, we talked to Patch and Ken the first show of this month, and he, yeah. they were trying to explain how a poker tournament with whatever fucking, you know, quarter and 50 cent blinds somehow gets people up or down $500. Uh, and I don't fully understand it, and I'm not going to be a part of it. I can tell you that. Can I just explain yeah. one thing that they... There's some things things that... That was Brian again. That was Brian again. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep going, guys. I'm fine. Everything's yeah, great. Hearing my own voice is off-putting. I don't know how people listen to me. But what I was going to say... I was going to say, is, really? Now, now you've decided that? Uh, oh, no, fans I'm, have been saying that for 15 years. There's a reason uh, why I don't edit the show. What I was going to say, they underplayed a few things. Phobes is right. The bomb pots. Things get a little wild on a bomb pot. I've been known to try and steal a bomb pop with uh, with nothing. Because um, when you've got $36 in the pot and it checks around to you on the button, of course you're going to try and steal with absolute air. And that doesn't always work out. And then you're pot committed. But <laughs> the other thing, it wasn't really a 25, 50 cent game. That was a bit of a lie because the straddle was mandatory. So it was really oh, that's good. 25, 50 a dollar. So there's a lot of money going into the pot. And then at the start of each game, because we played two cash games during the poker tournament, which also jacked up the action, you had to stand. And if you're the last one standing, 
um, you've got to sit down if you won a pot, no matter how you won that pot, other than if you got a walk, you had to win the pot either by bluffing or actually winning the pot. Then you're able to sit down. That jacked up the, the stacks early on. So the game got a little loose, a little bit more loose than yeah. normal because I play super tight, as Phobes is well aware. <laughs> Sounds like Phobes oh, plays a, a little on the loose side from what I... From what I understand, 19 Coors Lights later. Are those, now, are you buying Coors Lights, or are these still, like, leftover Bohan Coors Lights that you haven't worked your way through from that these stack are left he over. had Let's in the be garage? <laughs> Let's be no, honest. These, these are, are leftovers. 2023 Coors Lights. <laughs> <laughs> so Fair I enough. Think they're, still, they're not quite skunky. I mean, I don't know how you tell on a Coors Light anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, really? Are you sure? Uh all right, listen. Uh, let's. Uh, let, let. There was also there was a couple of holes like the people open their backyards because the national the uh, city national golf tournament has you know people live on the course and so they open the a couple of people had beer holes you could stop and get some drinks. Then there was an after party that had unlimited alcohol. Um, so yeah, so that was a long and we started at six in the morning and not drink. I, mean, I think we waited till like we were halfway through the tournament before we still had our first drink. Um, but yeah, it was so. Then by the time I got, yeah, it was already. And then by the time I lost my like first hundred and fifty, I was like, all right, fuck it, I don't care. Raise, yeah. Paul. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's a that's a that's a good position to be in. That's everybody. I'm sure everybody at the table was licking their chops at that. Uh, all right, listen, let's get into it. All right, I know we talked a lot of Vegas, but uh, what do you got for Vegas news, folks? Well, obviously the uh, legislative session ended, so we had our end of our. Well, it kind of ended. Obviously. <laughs> Two special sessions. So one was to get the budget done because uh, the Republicans they ended up they had a deal and then the Republicans so then they had to have a special session the next day that lasted like four hours and then one Republican switched who's at, so they kind of just passed what they did they couldn't pass the day before there was literally no changes um, and then the the A's bill came up and so that they got that on the agenda that was that took five days well they had a day and then. The Democrats didn't want the governor to call it right away. They wanted to, so like a few days to go home and like see their families and stuff like that. But he ended up calling <sighs> it for Tuesday or Wednesday, and they ended up adjourning that Wednesday until Monday. So they're like, "Well, we're going home anyway." So then they came back. So and stupid. It last week. It's a. Yeah. Uh... And this is this is by the way, just local government is a nightmare. Like it's so tedious, and like it kind of doesn't matter but it does but it also like let's just fucking do our jobs and move along but you know hey let's since since we're talking politics what do you think about the uh what what do you think about the latest trump stuff where are you on that phobes why is he not in jail yet is it going to mean here here's the real question does it mean anything or is it going to mean absolutely nothing because here's something that democrats i feel like can't wrap their head around it's the fa- like the amount of times you will see liberals on social media being like, fuck, yeah, rotten prison, Trump. And this has been for six years. It's just it's never happened. He's just, he's fine. Everything's fine. He's more popular than ever. So you tell me, Phobes, right now. Faithful. He will win the Republican nomination, but then he will lose um, again because. There was the 10% of the people who gave him a chance in 2016, and then they turned their, you know, they're like, oh, okay, that wasn't such a great idea. Um, and they're not going to go back. So, I mean, he may have, you know, his people, I, I actually I did an event at Mandalay Bay on Monday when I parked in the convention center parking. I noticed, like, the truck next to me, of course, it's a big Stupid truck parked backwards because they're all a bunch of fucking morons. Why do um, they do that? Fuck that. Ah, it makes me so mad. I, yeah, it, it, it doesn't save any time. I, I, on the way out, maybe, but it's like the time you have to stop and make everyone wait while you back up. And most people don't know how to drive those trucks, so they have to do an eight-point turn to figure out how to get it, it into that parking space. Um, he, this person had all the Trump flags, and I'm like, are there cameras down here? Can I light these things on fire? I'm like, do I actually want to park next to this guy? I, I I'm like, do I want to move my car just just because I, I don't want to park next to this car? Seems like a weird act of rebellion, but okay. <laughs> like, no, but I was like, oh god, it was awful. And so yeah, I mean, in his base, I, you know, they're not going anywhere, um, and then now they're seeing, yeah, it's a, you know, seeing is he's being persecuted and a victim and all of that kind of stuff, even though it's his own department and his own people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, but I think. That, that, the marginal people aren't going to go back. So as you know, I think 
But Go ahead, Tony. My concern is are we going to get a big enough turnout on the other side to actually get that extra 10%? Is there enough? If it's Trump, Trump, I would hope so. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, but, that's the only – I mean, if, if we're being honest, that's that's really what did it, right, is is Trump mobilized – so many fucking voters for and against. Uh, there was just a lot of against. So that's kind of what uh, what ended up happening. Uh, I will I will always say you want to talk about a fucking magic trick. No one has ever done it better than Trump, who somehow convinced himself a dude that has that was born rich, that has been you know a, a fucking trying to be famous and a celebrity for fifty years who literally shits in a gold toilet, somehow convinced all these people that he was one of them and that the the other people were the elites. That's a fucking magic trick, my friends, and I have never seen one better. So you can you can say what you want, but that's that's pretty incredible. Yeah, because it is a thing. DeSantis is trying the same thing. He went to Harvard. He went to Yale Law School. His wife is a vice president at Goldman Sachs, and he's claiming... It's everything is about the elite. I'm like, you are literally the most elite person in this country. <laughs> yeah, like get more elite. One percent of one percent. Yeah, I mean, right. it's, it's hilarious. But so. the difference between a magician and a con man is a very, very thin line. And I think Trump, less of a magician, more of a con man. Let's be honest. There was no con magic men get trick paid. Be- we could all say con it. men get paid better. I'd do it. Yep. Uh, all right. Anyway, so. So David Blaine has had to cancel the rest of his shows for his current residency because apparently his first trick, he gets out of a straitjacket or something and falls into a bunch of moving boxes, um, but he missed and dislocated, like, separated his shoulder. <laughs> and um, so he ended up finishing that performance, but then he hasn't been able to perform since. And they just announced uh, that he won't be coming back for a little bit. As far as I'm concerned, that's the best magic deck that's ever existed. If you were at that show... Where fucking David Blaine actually got hurt doing one of his wacky ass stunts. That you got you got the money you got your money's worth. That's what everybody is paying to see a David Blaine show go a little bit wrong. Uh, anyway, all right, folks, back to Vegas news. What else you got, Tony? I I was just like this oh, this David Blaine slander that you're talking about, Phobes. Is this because he didn't slander. buy? By the trick that you were trying to sell to people on cruise ships and, and New York, is this the reason why you're slandering David Blaine? Mm. No, I had nothing to do with that. So, something tells me David Blaine wasn't part of yeah. Phobes' cruise ship yeah. magic act. No, uh, <laughs> we had guys from the Magic Castle in L.A., and they were uh, some of the, the technical advisors on um, the Burt Wonderstone and what was the other one? The uh, Now You See Me in that one. So. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so and then also and then there, so Wynn is in the middle of so they spent whatever one hundred and fifty million dollars, two hundred million dollars. You know they closed La Rev a couple of years ago and they've been trying. And then they had what did they? They had something awakening. Yeah, yeah. So that one's been a huge disaster. So yeah, so was, this was great. So uh, um, my uh, my sister in law came to town for um, Christmas uh, last year. And so I had it in my mind. I'm like, well, let me do something nice. I'm going to buy good tickets for my wife and her sister to go see Awakening. It's a brand new show. Um, You know, her sister lives in Alaska. She hasn't had a chance to see many of these shows. I'll watch. I'm going to watch kids because her sister has a has a child. Also, it's going to be a fucking they ain't giving those seats away, by the way. So I put down some pretty good money and God if the fucking the next day when I asked him how the show was, both of them just said, um, you know, it's okay. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It was mm, okay. Fuck that. What happened? So yeah, it is not gone great. Uh, and I saw the rev. It was great. Uh, and apparently this one is not great. Yeah. So they, they spent a couple, like they, they spent a couple weeks, um, retooling it. And that has now turned into a couple months. And they finally announced, I think that, they're going to start selling tickets again, um, but it's been about six months. They've been retooling the show, so yeah. I just, who knows? I, I just checked the website, and June thirtieth is when the show re- is resuming because there was meant to be they, previews on the twenty third, but they were cancelled. Shock. They, yeah. they they ain't getting my money unless unless somebody falls into some boxes wrong and breaks a, a shoulder. <laughs> Otherwise, they ain't getting my money. 
Um, and we were, uh, before the show, Tony and I were talking about you know seasons, and I was like, oh, you know, it's, we have had an unseason, unreasonably cool start to summer. Like we Agreed. didn't have our first hundred degree day until Sunday. I think um, was our first hundred degree degree day. And now, um, and we are going into, into Mars' official day, start of summer. And I don't know if you were anywhere near the two fifteen this morning or this afternoon at about three o'clock, but uh, a six hundred unit apartment building under construction was burning to the ground. Damn it! I missed it. I left early. I had to go show show a place today. I left early. Fuck! I missed a fire. Yeah. We. I drove by. I did a bus tour for uh, some uh, properties in Summerlin today. And on the way back, we like we were right at Rainbow. Our the bus was driving back from Summerlin, and that, everything was fine. I was like, "Oh, what is this?" Because it's it's the only like um, five story wood structure in Vegas, or it was the only five story wood structure in Vegas. And then I got home, and I'm like, "Oh, what's that smoke?" And then all these things I saw these things on Twitter, and they finally yeah, it was like they they said it's a pretty much a total loss, and it was something like yeah, it was like 500 units. Um, all wood, and it is, yeah, wait till you see the pictures. It's pretty spectacular. That sounds good. I would love to see a, an all wooden apartment building just burned to the ground. Uh, no, because nobody lived there. I mean, obviously nobody died, but uh, just the just the actual optics of it sound terrific. Yes, I, I bet it's good. Since it was during working hours, it's probably like a welding accident or something that uh, sparks flew. Because it was a little windy today, so they're probably doing something that... Uh, Gotta Sounds like insurance fraud to me. Uh, let me ask you. Uh, let me ask you this. Since we're, I mean, we weren't really talking about real estate, but I, uh, I had to show a couple places today, and uh, I'm trying to get a, a couple of units rented. And listen, can we talk about what has happened with quote unquote service animals over the last oh. few years? Uh, I, listen, I, I get it. I am all in favor of service animals that are like real service animals that help the blind or whatever. But uh, and uh, without trying to sound too much like an old person, which I am, the emotional support animals somehow getting service animal distinction is maddening because as a, as a landlord, as a property manager, you can charge a fee for pets, but technically not for service animals. And there seems to be this weird gray area in between where sad people can have their their dogs and have a piece of paper uh, from their psychiatrist. And then we can't really charge them for it. And these are not highly trained animals. These are just your pets that keep you from being sad. That's not the same thing as a service animal. Yeah, no, it's 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 out of control. I mean, there are rules, but no one uh, it's in a group, so no one wants to be the one that gets sued because of it. Even if right. you're in the right, I know the airlines have put the hammer down pretty much. They're like, no, no fucking ferrets, no snakes, no horses. It's got it's like dog, you know. Basically, I, there I guess there are some ponies that are literally like actual service animals, but um, they've kind of drawn. They're like, okay, we're, we we've had enough of this, and they've kind of put that line down. But no, I was it was like two or three years ago. I was Paris for some event, a conference of some kind. And there was this woman who had this big overweight, like kind of like, I don't know, it was kind of wolfish looking dog, but was not, it, the thing was petrified. It was scared of all these people that were around it. I'm like, this is not a service animal. This is your pet that you were bringing here and you're torturing it. And it right. proceeds to hike it like that and take a giant shit in the middle of the corridor at the park. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! I love that it because if it barks or if it shits, you can have it, even if it's a service animal. If it does either of those things, you can have it removed. But I was, I was like, that was just like classic. I was like, there's no way this is a service animal, and then it does that, and I'm like, this dog is petrified. You literally have scared the shit out of it because you put it in a hallway with a thousand people that it doesn't know what to do with because you're a selfish asshole. Yeah, it's it's got to stop. There, there's got to be. We've got to figure this out. I am all for overcorrections, but then you gotta you gotta scale it back and correct shit. You can't you can't just leave it in mayhem. This is nuts. Anyway, well, sorry, that was a weird tirade. But go ahead, go yeah, back to where you I've were. I've got on the list, so if we, I don't know if we will get to them all today. I like a tirade. tirade. So um, go for it. Well, also, I did want to say that, you know, the big news was that the A's did get their deal. So I still am moving them only up to a coin flip because you cannot you cannot underestimate the A's ownership ability to fuck this up. Um, right, that is fair the enough. One, they, the next step is they have to get three quarters of the owners to agree 
They have to put their package together of like all the things they did to stay in Oakland and why Vegas is a better choice. And they have to get three quarters of the owners to agree to that. And you've already had the Steinbrenner say they suck. I'm, and you know, kind of say it's not fair that they're not spending any money. Um, yeah, there is already like a built in kind of, you know, there's a A's hate group in the ownership group. Then they also have to get the FAA to approve that. I don't know if you've seen that, the renderings of that thing, but it's right at the end of the airport and they have to get the yeah. FAA to approve that. So the look of it or the orientation of it could change um, dramatically. And then they have to actually come up with the other $1.3 billion to build it because they're financing yeah. that part. And I don't, yeah. you know, it's like, uh, we'll see if they can actually do that. I mean, he now that he has it entitled, he may sell the team for a minority ownership or something like that to get the cash. Um, and get, hopefully he will get someone who knows what they're doing. But I also saw there's an article today that um, Tom Hanks is interested in his uh, ownership group in Oakland, trying to keep it in Oakland because he's an <laughs> Oakland native and he's a longtime A's fan. Um, uh, yeah, so it's it's a coin flip. So whether that's a 60-40, 55-45, I don't know. But You've always been down on this, but th- there's no way this is a coin flip. I'm not saying it's a done deal, but it's got to be 85% done at this point, not a coin you, flip. You've been so skeptical. i got to agree with Tony. You've been so skeptical this whole time. Everything you hear is the A's are coming except for you. You're like the one dissenting yeah. vote saying, like, this is not this is not happening. It's not as guaranteed as other people thought it was. So I, I that's why I said it's a coin. It could be the 60-40 coin flip, but um, – <laughs> Let's see. Uh, but let's see. What was the other? Um, other? But that leads me kind of to this other rant that I'm talking want to talk about is, you know, we've just been through this, you know, the Stanley Cup and everything, and all the emotions of October, one October, and all this stuff, and it brought up, you know, everyone has their Vegas Strong signs and all this stuff. I just want to call bullshit on the Vegas Strong. I have never seen a group of whinier, entitled, asshole. I'd like every. No one can handle anything in this town. They whine and bitch and moan mm. about everything. So currently it's traffic and construction. Yeah, I agree. Which, there is a lot of it. And I agree. It, but every, you would think it's the end of the world and people, I'm like, we're a growing city. We're adding like, I just, I was at an event. We're, just, we're adding 130 people a day here, 135 net a day. Um, so we are a growing city and you got to add roads. You got to do stuff like that. And, you know, Las Vegas, it, it took a year and a half or two years for them to put in bollards from the stratosphere all the way down to the Las Vegas sign south of Mandalay Bay. So that had That's Las true. Vegas Boulevard ripped up for off and on for a year and a half, two years. But people are just complaining about, I, they're showing pictures being stuck on the strip. I'm like, if you live here, why are you on the strip? I can get any to any casino without going on the strip. And if you yeah. use Wave, it tells you, hey, go this way, go around. And actually in the last couple of days, I've gone to the Strip and it has directed me actually to go to Russell and come back around from the south side. And one guy was complaining that it took him on Saturday night two hours to go from Excalibur to Stratosphere. I'm like, if you were on the strip doing that on a Saturday night, you're a yeah. fucking moron. Yeah, you get what you get. I'm not that that person. I'm not. Uh, I'm not happy. Minutes. Yeah. But don't these people that. live everywhere? Isn't it like to single out Vegas as a whiny culture? Well. Here's 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 where locals who are making this, and it's the people who don't live here are part of a problem because they don't know where they're going, they don't know how here's, to get there, and here's where I agree with Phobes is, uh, you know, I like you have Phobes have lived in like a fucking real big ass city before, and so. Vegas has like we're a big city, but we have been lucky because our big cityness has all been sort of shrunken down into one like whatever four mile sort of square, and so we don't have big city traffic problems. Uh, I have sat in New York traffic. You have sat in California traffic. So for me, I'm like, yeah, I don't listen. Yeah, I get annoyed. Because the places I drive, I have to like merge and lanes are closed. And and by the way, like it fucking bothers me a lot. I'm not going to pretend it doesn't. But I also realize that it's uh, this is there's a reason that all of this is happening as opposed to when I was in New York traffic where I'm like, why am I stopped? Why am I stopped? 
There's no reason. Like, if nobody's dead up there, I'm going to be furious because there's no reason I should be stopped right now. So, yeah, it's uh, Vegas is, is having some growing pains, literal growing pains, in that we haven't had to deal with these things before that other big-ass major cities deal with daily. But yeah, like the 15, I don't know, I forget, I don't know what the 15, the 15 went in in the 50s or whatever. So now they, they need to extend, the Interstate 15 is one of the busiest roads in the world, especially for like transporting goods and services, like goods on trucks. So they need to expand the 15, but the arc of Tropicana is such that they can't add another lane without fucking trucks running into it. So right. that's why they need to tear it down. And it's going to take a while because they, they, everyone's like, why can't they do it in, you know, so fast like they are, you know, I'm like, Durango Station or whatever. I'm like, they could. If they close the 15 and they close Tropicana, they can probably do it in, you know, six or nine months. But those are the two of the busiest roads in the country. Right. Completely shut down. So they have to do it piece by piece. They have to tear a part down, rebuild it, tear the other part down, rebuild it. So it's going to take some time. The F1 is going to, that's the other thing people are bitching about. Well, the reason they've got it torn up right now is because... They and they're asking Clark County for to help them pay eighty million dollars in some road work, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, we're no, we're bailing out another corporation." Blah blah blah. Well, what they're doing is along Koval, they're putting all the sewer and the electrical all underground, so that which was going to have to be done in the next couple of years anyway. But they're doing it now, and even Jim Gibson, the Clark County Commissioner, said we'd rather they do it because. For us as a state or as a government entity, we have to go through requests for proposals. We have to go through bidding. We have to go through all these steps. It adds two years to the process. They, under their permit to do what they're doing, can just do it now, um, and it's going to make our lives easier. So, yeah, there's a little pain, but, I mean, and there are ways to get around it. Like if you use a good navigating system, we all have computers now with navigation systems that tell you where the traffic is, where the cops are, how to get there faster. So um, I just want yeah, so that's that's number one. Okay. Um, well, I'm glad you got yeah. that off your chest, man. Yeah. So it's just there's it's so much wine. And then the thing about the stadium, they're like, oh my god, the traffic's gonna be terrible. They're putting the stadium right in the middle of where all the people are. Duh. I'm like, what? What makes you think they're gonna put the casino? They're gonna put the stadium out by the M Resort. We are not Arlington, Texas, or any of these other places where they put it out in the middle of bumfuck Egypt. Because um, that's what we we're a tourist town where we have. 300,000 hotel rooms in a four-mile strip. If if we're So the Raiders, just like when they bitched about the parking, I've, I've gone to all but two games, never had a problem with parking. Yes, you have to walk a little sometimes, but that's good because get your fat. You can't just – people are just using – used to driving up to the front of the – wherever they're going, tossing their keys at a valet, and walking in. Well, that's not real life. So even Oof. if you went to Oakland, if the Oakland Coliseum and you were the, – the exit off of Hagenberger in Oakland is backed up for three miles on game day. And if you go in the, the parking lot, I don't know, it's like how many square miles. But if you get if you get there late, you're still walking like a mile into the Coliseum. So but Folks it, are running hot today. And, uh, but is that really the case in the Coliseum at the moment when you're drawing 2,000 fans? Yeah, that's well, that's the annoying part. Is <laughs> you're stuck in traffic and only two thousand people are going. What is that about? And you got to back them all. Okay, by the way, this is. But this is a side note. Did you uh, did you happen to notice me, like leaning here because we're all on camera? So I'm sitting here, right, and I I keep noticing like this black circle over my shoulder, and I'm like, that's so fucking weird. You know, I'm looking at myself in the camera. Obviously, I'm a narcissist, and I'm like, what is over my shoulder? What is this fucking black thing? Over? And so. Well, so like I'm looking behind me and I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'm freaking out. And then I realize I'm pulling a Phobes right now. I'm uh, Phobes slash Elton John. I'm letting the sun go down on me. And uh, it's the top of my microphone. It's this is this is the is the camera is just shining on the microphone because I'm wearing a dark shirt. <laughs> the microphone is hidden, the top of the mic. So I literally thought there was like a like a fucking ghost black hole behind me. And I was freaking the fuck out. Uh, this makes no sense to anybody, but uh, at least you guys can enjoy it. Anyway, I'm sorry, folks. You got another. Well, you got another thing that you want to rant about? <laughs> well, I was just gonna before you said that I was gonna say that's exactly what you're see, what I'm seeing you do now. Is exactly what I was doing. I was just <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. And I'm sober, so that's great. I should, I should fucking get shitty shittier if I'm gonna have that happen. Uh, yeah. Pardon? There he is. Look who, look who realized that he had this cool remote for, for a light right here. Wow. Oh, that's my microphone. That's not scary at all. Well, well, all right. Well, that's a perfect segue into speaking of things that 
people make a big deal out of that don't exist. And we'll get to this. You wanted me to talk about this stupid alien thing. Oh, that's right. Thank you so much. I had that written down. I had written down alien and right after I read uh, uh, Spoon's post. And then so I have my little notepad here and I'm like, what the fuck is alien? I don't know. What am I talking about here? Fucking so yes, Jones. please. Talk to me about this alien that, uh, yeah, that Phobes so is. Uh, people called 911 because they saw there was apparently there was a meteor that apparently streaked across the sky and fell somewhere, but not in these people's backyards. There wasn't a burning hole, but they freaked out. They called 911 and said that they saw a nine-foot creature walking <laughs> through their backyard. And they just, there was a freedom, I guess it was like a month or two ago, because they just got the like the cops' uh, body cam footage, and the cops show up, and they're like, the, one of the cops actually did see the big green like thing through fly through the sky, thought it was you know shooting star or something. So the cops are being very, like, kind of uh, sympathetic, and they're like, yeah, I, I think, so you're telling me it was a nine-foot creature? Okay. Um, and then and the, at the end, the cop's like, well, if he comes back, don't call me, because I won't be coming back to this. I'm like, I'm not coming here. And then you hear the cops are talking, and they're like, are you like, are you getting a little, you got some goosebumps? Are you, is this a little weird? So they were talking about that, but here's the thing. In the modern world, so we now, none of us are further than five foot from a cell phone with a incredibly sharp camera. And still no one can get a good Sasquatch picture. No one can get a Loch Ness monster picture. No one can get a fucking alien picture. So it's just, I think the people were just high and they had a little, you know, maybe they're, you know, they're getting some psilocybin treatments. They're experimenting. Maybe they got some microdosing. You know, they sure. that they were supposed to eat. But was like you, you telling me there's four people there. No one could have grabbed their camera and gotten a, a picture of this nine foot eight thing with big eyes. So, yeah, All right. like, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask both of you, Tony, I'm going to ask you first. Aliens have aliens been to this planet at any point in our planet's history? Yes or no? Oh, hard. No, fuck. No, hard. No on that. Phobe, same question. No. I agree. Um, I, uh, I would, I would, I totally believe that there's uh, life out there somewhere in all these weird ass stars that we see. Uh, it, it just seems to me that like, if, if they could come here, uh, they, like we would just be like sucking their dicks, right? Like we would be their slaves. Like, yeah, they're, they're so much better than us that, that we would just, why are they, you know, why, why are they just building pyramids and uh, crop circles and then leaving? It seems weird. Um, unless we're like, what if we're, unless we're like a reality TV show for them, that's possible. Yeah. Uh, anyway. They look around and they're like, yeah, let's keep going. There's got to be something better than this. What do you guys think about this whole, this whole fucking Titanic situation where some rich folks got a submarine to go uh, look at the sunken wreckage of the Titanic and then got lost and people don't know where they are underwater? It gives me faith in humanity. They're safe for all the search and rescue. Like, you yes. know, they say in China, when they execute you, they send your, they send the bill for the bullet to your family. <laughs> right. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it cost us a million dollars for look to look for your sorry, rich asses. You need to reimburse the Coast Guard and the Army and the, or the Navy and everyone else who's out there looking for you. Dumb shit. They're all going to be, they're going to be dead, right? For sure. Oh, they're already dead. Yeah. 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 And it's, yeah. it's just a good one for humanity. Not to say... I wish the death of billionaires, but when billionaires Sounds fuck around, like you do. they find out and they're found out. <laughs> yeah, and I Tony's on the billionaires fuck around and find out tip. I like it. And once again, they're being we're being asked to bail out the billionaires and pay <laughs> public money to to search for them. Ridiculous. All right, you got you got anything else on your list, folks? Of course he does. Well, I don't know. I mean. I, where are we, are, what's our time here? What are we doing? We're right about an hour, but if you got if you got one more, if you got a good one, if you got a good closer, now's the time. Let me talk another about the ignorance of things going on. Is so okay. obviously we talked about being a growing city. Is the water situation? So okay. everyone is like, every time they build a house, everyone's like, what about water? Oh, even the state. What about the water? Okay, look, we lead the world in water reclamation and recycling. We are True. our population. Everything that goes down a drain, in, like we could let, literally leave every faucet in Southern Nevada on, and we will never run out of water. We recycle. We recapture ninety nine percent of all water that is goes down a drain. So, Inside, that, and that's right. about thirty percent of our water. 
Um, California, Arizona, they're fucking, they're a disaster. They haven't done any of this stuff we've been doing for 20 years. Like, we haven't been able to have a front a front yard with grass since 2000. We haven't had, now we can't have backyards as of last year. We can't have pools larger than 600 square feet as of last year. We can't have back, yet we can't have um, evaporative cooling now. We can't have swamp coolers for commercial. So we have made these adjustments over time, and every year we do a 50-year plan that assumes the least amount of water and the most amount of people, and we've, we've got it. We have nine years of water we haven't used that we have banked other places. We've added a third straw to the bottom of the lake, so even when water can't go to California or Arizona anymore, we still got we got a straw at the bottom of the lake, and it's ours. Nice. Fuck them. That's what I say. Fuck them. Yeah. So, but, and what they, but I do want to – so I have some friends who live, and this is just – there are some things like they gave the commercial, like in the last legislative session, they gave all the commercial developers, the HOAs, all of that three years to get rid of all the grass that's what they call non-functional turf. So the stuff in the median, the stuff on that strip between the sidewalk and your building, the stuff that no one ever uses. Basically, they say that if only time someone's there is when it's mowed, get rid of it. So they have three years to get rid of all that stuff um, before they can no longer use Colorado river water to water it. So like where I am, Samstown, Eastside Cannery, all, they've ripped out all the grass, all those mobile home parks. They've ripped out all the grass that's on along the, on, along the street. Um, but on the residential side, they basically, cause I have some clients who live in McNeil, which is one of our old kind of old neighborhoods been there since the fifties. They're on half an acre of grass or they're on half an acre. They have grass in the front yard, grass in the backyard. They have trees that are like 70 year old trees. Um, that were there when the when they moved in 20 years ago, and they've just been keeping them alive. They have a pool, so obviously they know, you know, and they've done some changes. But basically, last October, the water district sent them a letter saying, and because I do their account, like I actually read the letter, and I don't think anyone else in the neighborhood did. Of course. Not. And I went to them, my friend, and I'm like, hey, do you know what your water bill is going to go up to next year? Like in a month and a half? And he's like, no, what? I'm like, well, so we have tiered water here, and I use like in my house, I use. 3,000 gallons a month. Um, so that doesn't even I, you get me to tier two, I think. I think you're allowed 5,000 per tier. Um, so what they've done is they've now added a penalty. If you use a certain number of gallons in a month, 1,000 gallons, every gallon, 1,000 gallons over that is $9 more. So my client's bill in August is going to be or $2,300. That's too much. They're using too much water. Um, well, now, what about this? Uh, what about what about time to fix that? You know, it's like I understand, like even if he wants to fix it and not pay that, it's like to, to get an architect, the landscape architect, to figure out how to do it responsibly. Because if they just rip out the grass, all those trees are going to die, um, and who knows whose houses they're going to fall on. And just the cost of taking taking down a 70, 70 year old tree that's eighty feet tall is you know in the tens of thousands of dollars. So they didn't give residences because they don't have the lobbyists. That the corporations do the time to say, Hey, in January of 2024, this is what your water bill is going to be. You better figure this out in the next six months to a year. So that's where now, I feel sorry for them. because They're kind of pinched. Um, now what uh, January, went to $900 in January. Now what about, uh, what about, uh, what about golf courses, Flamingo Joe? What about that? Uh, golf courses. Um, there are no, there's no new golf courses allowed. And there are a few that use their overuse their allocation, and all their their allocations of water are all being cut back. Good, because um, so, that's my answer. Fuck golfers. Water anyway. That's why they say you know don't drink, don't drink the water. Right. Don't drink the water no, at the golf my, course. My water man. It doesn't like how many houses we build doesn't have an effect on our water. Um, and okay. we're also looking at businesses on if they're a good fit for our water because we have we have Pepsi Cola here. We have Ocean Spray. Those are not good fits because they put that water literally in bottles and take it other places. So mm -hmm. that's water we don't get back. So we're looking at, you know, if those businesses try to establish themselves here, we're probably saying no. But in the F1, like they're actually putting in, um, they're not using swamp coolers. They're actually using mechanical HVAC heating or heating and air conditioning. So which is, is more expensive, but half more than half the country, anything in the south, they can't use swamp coolers anyway because it's too humid. So obviously they still have warehouses, they still have businesses, they still have all that stuff using mechanical air conditioning. So listen, that is more than anyone uh, wanted to know about water and southern. That Canada. was you went deep right there, uh, and I think everybody has a lot to think about. Uh, listen, I think we did it, everybody. Listen, this is there was a lot. I told you at the beginning of the show there was a fucking lot that we had to talk about today. I think we did it. 
Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to our first half year of the of the reboot. We are going to do another half a year, and then uh, we'll we'll reevaluate. Um, I uh, I want to uh, I want to say that we are going to be off, Tony. For the next two weeks, uh, next week we're off, and then of course the following week is the Fourth of July. Uh, I will be, of course, celebrating America, so I can't possibly do well, a show that week. That's good because I've got jury duty that week, so that works out. Oh, good. We'll have something to discuss. But I can say this: I think we're uh, we're at about a ninety percent confirmation that our next guest uh, for the second week of July is going to be the horror whisperer himself, formerly Bob in Vegas. Now I believe oh, he is Bob wow. in Texas. So he's he's going to be back. We're going to hear about what he's up to. I'm going to uh, say it's a coin flip at this stage. I know you say ninety percent, but I'm going to say coin flip, just like the A's. <laughs> It might be 60-40. Okay. I'm probably let, wrong, but I'd say a coin flip. You can let Bob know that I do still have the stripper pole in the garage. And it's, it's, I still have all of the parts. We got to we got to put that thing to use. We're going to we'll, – we'll workshop it. The problem with it all along was that our ceilings are too high, so we needed the extension to – we never went and bothered to order the extension on them. And don't even, don't, don't even get me started on the water usage. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, we, uh, we appreciate you. Uh, you can hit, hit us up on Discord, on the socials. You can email us, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Go ahead, folks. Give them a, give them a shout out. Nice catch, sir. Nice catch. Tony? Um, Look, before I say keep rocking out with the claw hand, fingers crossed that Biden passes away and RF Kennedy Jr. is the nominee for the Democratic Party because we'll have the oh best boy. first lady. That's all I'm thinking about. Fuck Melania. Cheryl Hines. Amazing. Uh, that would be solid. Uh, I'm sure folks has lots of thoughts about that, especially after he was recently on Joe Rogan. All right, everybody. We'll, uh, we'll save that for uh, next month. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll chat with you soon. Have a wonderful uh, 4th of July. Bye. Nice to entertain.